Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Welcome in. It's Jason. You're listening to Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. It is the 22nd of February. Around in the corner. This month's almost done. Are you ready for March? March is coming, whether you like it or not. All right, we got a couple stories for you today. We'll get a theme there for your mind, Burrow. We'll get it kicked off. Abster. 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 Just made up a new word. After Webster's Wheel gets us kicked off this morning. Here we go. going here. Uh, This is an interesting one on a couple different levels. They're calling him the J. Edgar Hoover of Mexico. Uh, Story coverage by Alan Fowler and Nate Schwerber out of Mexico. Uh, Garcia Luna, uh, so he's considered, according to the story, the architect and public face of Mexico's bloody war on criminal groups, was convicted on Tuesday Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in Brooklyn. Right? So... This is another case where the federal um, justices, Federal Bureau of Investigation, has reached down into another country, and this being our southern neighbor, extradited someone and brought them up on charges. The reason he's found guilty is it turns out that a lot of the cartels were getting away with things because he was taking bribes. Uh, He was taking lots of cut in millions, millions of dollars that he was taking as kickbacks, uh, and so had a lot of traffickers that, uh, I guess, witnessed against him, so hopefully they're in WITSEC now uh, for him, but the other piece here is that everyone, you know, in these cases, there tends to be a scapegoat. It tends to be that, all right, we got one, we got the kingpin, we got someone, and then it's like, well, but did you get everyone? Well, we don't need everyone. We, we've got one. Um, and we're, we're good. Uh, it says that there's a corruption case against a Salvador Cienfuegos, uh, who was the defense minister. It says that, you know, they probably won't end up prosecuting him for corruption. Um, but the questions that I have to ask... And, and I get this whole war on drugs, even though we're legalizing everything, and this is probably dealing with cocaine and meth and heroin or, or harder drugs, but how, how much did the United States spend on, on getting all this done? How much, who, who did the investigating? If he was, you know, was it us paying for the FBI to go down there into Mexico? What, you know, it just, there, <laughs> Again, it's one of those things where, like, man, we're, we're, we're dumping how much money into somewhere else? And because why? Oh, okay, right? Because I'm sure after the visit to Ukraine, uh, there'll be more money uh, tossed into uh, aid there. I mean, on top of what it costs, 
uh, to send the president there. And, uh, and if you saw the pictures, Zelensky, no, he did not. He did, just kept wearing his sweatshirt, so there's there's good. But it does ask the question of, you know, why, even when it's not militant, we still, we, the United States, still find a way to stick our nose in other business. But, all right, that's the thought on there, on the A side for you. We'll be back on the B side in just a moment. On the B side for you, welcome in Bernie Sanders. Yes, Congress. Is he senator? Senator. Senator Sanders. <laughs> anyway, according to a story about Juliana. Yes, we do like that name. Juliana. Just rolls off. Anything with an Anna, I feel. Luciana. Juliana. Rolls off the top. Kaplan, <laughs> Kaplan and Ailet Shifley. Uh, they're talking about Bernie Sanders, but this story has been kind of in the news since really COVID. And, and I think we have to give credit to Spain. Espana. That ends in a, in a Espana. <clears throat> um, but Bernie Sanders jumped on this bandwagon. Uh, he posts on Twitter, quote, with exploding technology and increased worker productivity, it's time to move forward toward a four-day work week with no loss of pay. Workers must benefit from technology, not just corporate CEOs, end quote. So, even the UK has been doing this as well, but they did a study, they did a pilot study, with about 3,000 workers, according to the story, uh, and they reported that people slept better, they complained less, they had less sick days, they felt that they were spending more time with their families, uh, they just felt that life had improved. And I can't imagine, like, why this wouldn't have worked, right? You're giving them a three-day weekend every week. The question that comes with this, though, that no one seems to be answering is, are you shifting to 40 hours in four days, or are you adjusting the norm to 32 hours, right? Now, for salaried workers, no big deal, right? Because it, I wouldn't think it would impact hourly workers, because hourly workers are still striving for that 40 hours, you know, one. But And, and there's the other question, though, because then, even for hourly workers, if they work more than 32 hours, does that count as overtime? Whereas, you know, if you worked more than 40 hours, it counted as overtime, right? Because I imagine for salary workers, it's like, okay, well, do your job, and uh, you can work a minimum of 32 hours, um, but we just expect you to do your job. So I think that is, is a question that will be raised there, but uh, in the study as well, or excuse me, a different one, New Zealand did the same thing with 33 companies. Um, they did it for six months and they said, quote, companies are extremely pleased with their performance, productivity, and overall experience, and almost all of them already committing or planning to continue with the four-day week schedule, according to the report. Um, and so, I don't know. I, the hard part that I have with this is if you live in a world where everyone's expected to be on an electronic leash, and very close and is I don't know you know never you know back in the old days right let's think if you were in the 50s or 60s you know someone had to call you at home and then it's like why are you calling me at home whereas now people are oh well I'll just pick up the phone or I'll shoot him a text or I'll do whatever uh, and the next one here's a place that we didn't talk about with AI 
Uh, one of the, I've never heard of this magazine, but evidently it's a, quote, renowned sci-fi publication, Clark's World Magazine, but they have closed story submissions uh, because they said there's been a massive increase uh, in these machine-generated stories uh, that have been submitted. Uh, the editor said that it shot up from their baseline had been about 20. Uh, 25 was when, in what they had in October for submissions. Went up to about 100 in January, and they said for February, 500. I mean, I don't know. I, You know, we, we talked about it with art where, you know, the human is in the loop, but we're going to have to at some point accept that if we can't detect it or if we're not going to stop it, we kind of just got to accept it, I think. I, I don't know. But this magazine has just cut it off and said, look, this is, this is getting out of hand. It's getting a little ridiculous. All right, here's what we've got going for you in sports. Hurricanes winners, Canadians winners 5-2, Lightning score 6. In there, win over the Ducks, Red Wings winners, Maple Leafs also 6. Wild winners, Predators 5-4 over the Canucks in a shootout. Blackhawks winners, Oilers winners. Men's basketball, number 16, number 11, and number 9, and number 17, and number 23 all fall yesterday. Uh, springtime baseball starts on Friday with uh, some games there. Wrexham, if you've been following them, they won yesterday as well. Uh, you've got, let's see, Real Madrid. Uh, I think a bit of a surprise. 5-2 over Liverpool. Napoli over Frankfurt. That is the first leg in the round of 16. UConn falls again on the women's side to St. John's. Number 6, Iowa falls to number 2, Maryland. All right, that's what we've got for you today. As always, brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julia's Prudent Produce. We've got Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging, Jack and Ralph looking to take you on an expedition. And hey, if you're out and about across the South, check out Webster's Wheel there on the Yum Yum Pie Tour. That's what we've got for you today. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be a good human. Jason Morton. We'll talk to you tomorrow.